1: Welcome to the favorites, the podcast from the volume podcast network. We are continuing our division by division breakdown before we get to the NFL season. All things betting, everything you need to know. We're doing it this month, folks, before the NFL kicks off. I got my companion. I got my BFF. I got my compadre. I'm talking about Chris Rabon. Oh, snap. Oh snap! I fooled Simon Hunter. Rayvon is on the show. He qualifies as all of those things, but Simon, I'm of course referring to you, dude. You're braving it out.
2: Yep, yeah, uh, I got a tooth done today, and I haven't had a root canal done before. I, what is this? Your fault, chat if we're doing a show right now? Like, I don't even know why I'm doing a show this day. I don't even want to give it away what day we're doing this because it's, it's We're off. doing this,
1: not, I'm happy to share. We're doing it Monday. We're recording back to back. We're doing it because um, I am going out of town for a few days and wouldn't be able to record on Tuesday and Thursday. So Matt Mitchell's like, hey, let's just do them both at the same time because what we're talking about, like, it's pretty evergreen and related to the betting world. So we're getting it done now. It happened in a, you know, coincide with the opportunity to use the incredible health insurance at the Action Network to uh, get a root canal.
2: Facts. And because uh, of COVID, you have to make it a schedule like five months in advance. So I made this forever ago. I don't even remember it. And then, you know, you just check your calendar on your phone once a blue moon. Like, it's like, oh, that's not a holiday. That's an actual appointment on my calendar. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, all of a sudden, man, Mitch was like, yeah, we're doing a show on Monday. And I was like, what the hell? We never do shows on Monday. So I'm feeling good. If I say anything in six months that I regret, I'm just going to blame getting that root canal today. So I'm definitely going to say some questionable things today on the show.
1: Well, listen, Raybon is here. He can do most of the talking because he'll be locked in on the NFC East in our division by division breakdown. Chris Raybon from the all new fantasy flex podcast. One of our most popular podcasts historically here at the action network got a brand new feed. Chris Raybon, Sean Corner, Samantha Praviti, they're going to be doing it all. Fantasy Flex, download it, rate it, subscribe it, love it, make money off it. raybon has got a new location. How's everything out in LA these days, Mr. Raybon? I, uh, I
3: love it out in LA, Chad. Um, interestingly enough, Simon, my dentist is still in New York. So I recently actually made a trip back. To go to the dentist, uh, there appears to be a fire drill, but we're just gonna wait for that to pass. And that's amazing timing. There's a fire <laughs> drill in your apartment right now. It's like the like the last few times the fire drill has actually just been broken. It hasn't been a real fire drill, which I'm assuming is what's happening now. So I'm just gonna pretend that
1: nothing's happening,
3: but <laughs> hopefully this goes off soon. Yeah, I'm ready to talk some
1: NFC East. All right, well, let's do it. Right now, the Dallas Cowboys, th- this is how bad the NFC East is. It's, to me, it's one of the least interesting divisions because the Dallas Cowboys have the shortest odds to win the Super Bowl of any team in the NFC East at about 30 to 1. Okay. Then it's the uh, Washington football team at about 50 to 1. Then it's the New York Giants at about 70 to 1. And then the Philadelphia Eagles are at about 75 to 1. Agree or disagree with these odds? Simon, you're up first. Give me your take on the four teams and their Super Bowl futures.
2: Jay, when you hear a dirty little secret? Yes. I've, I've bet every single team's future Super Bowl odds in this division, except the Cowboys, just because it's one of these things where I'm literally betting on a team right now to win a division, which means they have a home field game in the playoffs at greater than 50 to one odds. I'll take that any day of the week. I don't think the Giants are good at all. I don't think the Eagles are good at all. Washington, we've talked about it. I believe in that team. So it's one of these where I'm kind of fading the Cowboys noise where the general public has come in heavy on the Cowboys. Like just grading out, looking at this odds, it should be – like this is what my system has a base at. It has a plus 120 for the Cowboys, and then the the Washington football team is plus 150. So it's literally – the gap's way smaller than the general public's making this. Because I feel like people aren't taking the concern that Dak's coming off a major injury, major knee injury with what we can say is a questionable offensive line. I get it, He has incredible receivers, all those things. But his offensive line is not what it used to be. And now he's got a thing going on his, his thrown shoulder because he, like, rushed back and he was doing too much on that arm. It, it's just all a little bit of red flags to start the year. And I feel like people are just still betting the Cowboys where it feels like the Washington team should be a lot closer in these odds.
1: Yeah, I, look, we we've been in love with the Washington football team since the second the season ended, thinking that, you know, it, their defense is amazing. And what they have on the front four could go down historically as one of the best front fours ever. And when you can be that good, all you need to do is improve a little bit at quarterback. And we saw what they could do with basically a, a guy literally off the street against the Bucks. Uh, And how they almost pulled that off in the playoffs. This is a fierce, fierce defensive front. Now they got Fitzmagic, who you could argue is going to make them a little bit better. Also could cost them any opportunity to advance in the playoffs, but will make them better. Raybon, do you have a take on the Washington football team and their place in sort of the Super Bowl odds firmament? I think Washington is an outside
3: contender for a Super Bowl. I think they are the best shot of any team in this division. I think they should actually be the favorite in this division just because of their defense. I think Dallas has a great offense, but I still think the defense will be shaky. So I think the Giants are really concerning with their the fact that offensive linemen are retiring. The offense hasn't had a good camp. Yeah, I just don't think they're putting enough protection-wise uh, in front of Daniel Jones. And then the Eagles... Who knows what's going on with them? They may not have a truly real quarterback, um, high upside quarterback, but uh, that roster I I think is still a little bit barren compared to a team like Washington um, and a team like Dallas, whose offense, again, should be really good. So it's Washington or or Dallas for me. And that's it.
1: All right. So Simon Raybon feels the same way as you do Washington football team.
2: He's the same way we're like looking at each team. Like he's right. The, the Eagles, they're just a really unproven team. And it's a rookie head coach. That's why, like, I'm not going to tell anyone to put money on the Eagles features in any sense. Like, I, I took Hertz at 101 to get MVP. But it was just simply when Carson was there, I said, okay, there's value here because Carson's not going to be here. And sure enough, he got traded. We saw his line move. And again, it's the same thing as Trey Lance. Do I think Trey Lance is really going to win MVP? No, we bet it at 120 to 1. It's like. I can't not bet those kind of odds. He's down to actually 75 to one now after one good week of practice. So that's, what I mean, we're, we're in a value-based business here. So do I really think an NFC East team is actually going to win the Super Bowl next year? No, just look at the NFC. It's just a really top heavy compared to the AFC where I just feel like the Bucks, Green Bay, they're just so far of everyone else. So when we're looking at this division, we're literally just betting the fact that this is this team. This team either could be a three or four seed and have home field in the first round. So That's one reason I'm telling people I I do like the value on these teams' futures just because of that simple fact where, again, Daniel Jones, I'm with him. Like, that dude, he's been awful. We're not – we're not believers on this show of Daniel Jones. I mean, we bet them at the end of the year last year just simply because the numbers were getting so insane. Like, they were like five-point home dogs or three-point home dogs to Dallas that final week of the year. It's like, come on, Dallas had Andy Dalton? Like, it was just getting insane at that point. So, it's just one of those where – I'm buying the whole hype with the Giants were they great They have all these weapons on offense and their defense should be improved. But like Chris said, that offensive line is shaky and that's one of the biggest things to me is O line play. So again, I'm just not really buying all these teams. so I'm with him if you're if you're looking for two teams for just divisional bet, I think it's either Cowboys or Washington at
3: this point. Yeah and when you when you look at uh, the Giants training camp report of the athletic, Dan Dugan has like you know his 10 things that he's learned over the last two weeks. Number one, The offensive line concerns haven't been alleviated. Number two, the offensive line needs reinforcements. That is not what you want to hear if you are investing any money other than zero dollars on the New York Giants. And You're not hearing anything about Daniel Jones blowing people away.
1: Uh, And even scarier, they're bringing back a running back uh, who just came off the pop list today in Saquon Barkley, who tore up his knee less than a year ago. And all of a sudden you've got an offensive line that can't open any holes for him is probably going to make his job more difficult and put his health in more danger.
2: Exactly. And we, we talked about it with Samantha. It's uh, it's, it's just scary. A lot of the stuff you read exactly that where, what are, what are we doing here? Like, it does feel like they're rushing him back a little bit just because there's so much concern about Saquon and that he's not ready yet. So it is a little scary thinking about that.
3: Let's be realistic. Saquon Barkley's not going to make or break the Giants. I mean, you had productive games out of Wayne Goldman and Alfred Morris last year. Meanwhile, Saquon, when he was healthy those last couple of years, he's had games where he's rushed 13 times for one yard, you know, 15 times for six yards because he's going to be the focus of, that def- of the defense. And the offensive line, again, like Chad said, can't open holes.
1: But what's that? What's interesting about that, Raybon, is at this time last year, from a fantasy point of view, Barkley was probably considered one of the top two or three running backs you would draft, and now we're a year removed from that, and you're like, eh, he's not going to be the guy who moves the needle for that team. That, that's
2: just like a workload hope, right, Chris, where you're just hoping that this is the guy that's getting all 3 downs. That that's simply one of those cuz that's so rare now in the NFL.
3: Yeah, exactly, Simon. And and to be completely frank, I am very down on Saquon this year because after everything that's happened, he's still being drafted as a top 5 back. He's still going in the top 10. I think that's absurd. Uh but in fantasy or reality, uh, I don't think Saquon is moving the needle in 2021 for this New York Giants team, and I don't think we should be betting on them. I think they're going to have to run into some luck to win the NFC East, whether it be Dak getting hurt again or or something like that major happening with the teams above them, which are Dallas and Washington. All
1: right, well, let's, let's go to the odds. Uh, I'm looking right now, and um, at uh, FanDuel, I'm seeing – the Cowboys, the odds to win the NFC East, plus 130. The Washington football team, plus 230. Feels to me. And then the Giants at plus 450. The Eagles at plus 500.
2: I just want people to realize, too, that if you've waited this long, you've missed value on a lot of that. Like Washington at one point was plus 400, a lot of books, for a while, too. So, again, look at week one. You think the Cowboys might lose to the Bucks? Maybe don't take them yet. You think Washington's going to lose to the Chargers week one? Don't take Washington yet. This is You're at this time you've already missed the value. Look ahead and try to see where you can get value later in the season. Maybe you're seeing that, okay, Washington has start, a tough start to the year, but after week five, it gets way easier. That's when I'm going to hit them for the divisional things. Don't just bet the bet right now, okay? You, you've already missed a lot of the value in this betting.
1: Get the best of the number. It's the number one rule. The number one rule in betting. But explain to people, Simon, why is it so important to get the best of the number and to keep your hand in your pocket when you don't?
2: Because you're going to lose. I mean, it's the simple math. Like, the more you bet, the more likely you are to lose. So you're always looking for the highest odds to give yourself the better chance of winning long term. Because, again, if you hit Washington this year at 401, you can lose the next three years on the same bet for this divisional odds. And you're good because you're still up from this Washington bet. That's what, again, we talked in the Super Bowl. People thought I was crazy betting the Bucks minus two and a half. It was just because I found a little cheat code here where I've won five straight Super Bowls. I can lose the next seven straight Super Bowl bets. I'm still up about 20% of what my original put-in was. So it's one of these where I love plus odds. So I hate when people bet something now because the number's already a little dead, where it, you're just betting in with the public's betting in. And I feel like... Again, it, I hate people tying their money up early, but plus 400 for Washington, we talked about all the th- reasons to love them. It was just crazy at that time. they were that high. So it, it's just people are a little late to betting. it. I, I wouldn't touch it at this point.
1: Well, what's also interesting, Raybin, you can speak to this is you just phrased it as I've won the past five Super Bowls. Simon said this. If I lose the next seven, I'm still ahead. You're playing this for such a long game that you're looking at the return on your investment and your performance the way any portfolio manager would how do i do against the 5 year industry average how do i do against 10 year how do i do against 20 year ray bon you're a massive dfs superstar you bet aggressively do you take the same perspective when you're thinking about betting over the period of several years several months how do you look at sort of the timeline for your portfolio
3: yeah I think that is absolutely the right approach uh, that Simon's taking. However, I do know that most of our listeners are probably just looking for you know some good bets to make in the next you know few weeks or or whatever. So what I would say is, my money's still on Washington. If if I'm betting here, I think Washington should be a lot closer to Dallas in terms of these division odds. And to still get them at, you know, better than two to one, I think is still a little bit of a value. It's disappointing compared to where the number was, but I do think those two teams should be essentially equal. So I like the value on Washington. And I will say this, the one other thing I would keep in mind is the Eagles have extremely long odds. And I'm a little worried about Jalen Hurts taking that full step forward to make this team a contender. But let's remember, they are in the market for a quarterback like a Deshaun Watson. That would drastically change their odds. So, Simon, I'm actually curious to hear, you know, you're a guy that plays the long game, looks at kind of the value. Does that factor in that potential for Watson with the Eagles?
2: I still think he, he, no matter what, will have to sit this year out. I just think – because there's just so much going on. But, again, I, I don't want to get too far into it because I'm sure we're going to talk about it once we get to all that that's going on them closer to the season. But I, I am a big believer that he is going to be moved. So, I like I like what you're saying. Like, that would be amazing for Eagles' odds. But I, I just see it being hurts this year for them to play out. Even if the Eagles do trade for him. I feel like they would have to sit him out for the year just because of everything going on. Because – Again, it, it does it's a bummer, but I'll have to check. I think he's what? 26, 27. So it's, it's not the worst thing that he's going to lose this season at the same time. It's, it is like a lot of baggage right now for any team trading for him, obviously.
1: All right, here's what I want to do. I want to do rapid fire, season win total reaction over under from each of you. starting with starting with the Dallas Cowboys, season win total is nine Simon you're up first over under nine
2: yeah this is one we, we keep talking about Chad uh last 25 years if you had bet the under it has hit 17 times the last 25 years so that that is definitely a bet I continue to make every year but the under nine wins for the Cowboys
1: it, it, is it almost always nine wins? Is that always the number that it's set at?
2: No, if they would have gone over last year, I guarantee you would be half 11 this year. So that's what's so great about it. Whenever they hit it, the next year I would just bet more because it's like, okay, the public can bet this up another two now. Because, again, I, I, it's not that I want to like just keep shredding the Cowboys because I do love them, especially for fantasy. Like That's a fun, exciting team, all the weapons they have. But, man. Just every year, bet up public-wise, the Cowboys are always that team. So it, it is definitely one of those where th- this is probably a, a win or t- win and a half too high than
3: where it should be.
1: Raybound Cowboys, nine wins. I'm going to actually go over because I think
3: I could still get the push at nine, and I like the fact that they had a bad year last year that brought the number down. I actually think this is a fair number, uh, and I feel decently about them going over because of the nine. I can still get the push, so give me the over.
1: But what about this team makes you feel good about them actually getting 10 wins this year, even within added game. the game? The weakness of the division,
3: number one, the Giants and Eagles, they should win three out of those four, if not four out of the four. Dak Prescott returning. He was playing at an extremely high level last year. And the emergence of CeeDee Lamb entering
1: his second year. The next team is the Washington football team. They are at eight. Their win total is at eight. Simon, you're up first.
2: Yeah, and people are going to see – I mean, a lot of – like, I've seen the data and the numbers. It's They are definitely going to have a tougher schedule this upcoming year just because simply they won the division. But it's also one of those where it's – the QB play, like, has to be – again, I don't want to be too hyped on Fitzpatrick, but you see the weapons they have around them. Like, I can just see McLaren taking a big step this year. Their line is going to be improved. And the defense, again, they had a great front four last year. The cornerback and safety play should be improved. It actually wasn't that great last year for them, but I think it actually is going to be improved this year the way that it's looking. Um, I I can't not take this over. This team is just a 9-10 to win team in a very bad division where uh, uh, their their toughest competition is the Cowboys, who we just talked about has one of the the worst O-lines. So in that game, Washington's going to have a big advantage in that game. Again, I don't care how good your receivers are. If you don't have time – It just doesn't matter. You're never going to get the ball away. So it is interesting where I can see this division, once again, being a little loopy where we haven't had, what, a repeat champ since 2004. I think it's well overdue that a team repeats in this division.
1: And now a word from our friends at FanDuel. Baseball returns to its roots on August 12th when New York plays Chicago in the cornfields of Iowa. Make the most out of this historic game with FanDuel Sportsbook's $5 field of dingers. Just bet $25 on a same-game parlay with at least three legs to unlock a $5 bonus for every home run hit during the game. So lock in your parlay and be a part of history on August 12th. If you haven't tried FanDuel Sportsbook yet, new users can place your first bet risk-free. That's right, new users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today and use promo code FAVORITES so they know we sent you. That's promo code FAVORITES. Must be 21 or over and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only for risk-free bet. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Minimum bet $25, maximum bonus $35 restrictions apply see sportsbook.fanduel.com for details gaming problem call 1-800-522-4700 in colorado 1-800-9-WITH-IT in indiana 1-800-GAMBLER in new jersey and virginia or visit www.1800gambler.net in west virginia let's get back to the show raybon washington football team
3: over the defense is too good, might not be a super bowl team, but definitely a team that can win more games than it loses.
1: The i i, I love this team, i love everything about this team. I love Ron Rivera, i love his attitude last year when he decided that Dwayne Haskins wasn't going to be the quarterback for that team. And he sort of said, I, I owe it to the team to do everything we can to win football games in a division that I think we have a chance to win, and that's exactly what he did. And so, you know, they're going to be competitive. The flip side of that is. If you know you're going to be competitive, you know you have an amazing defense, why did you go to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick instead of getting a guy you know you can that can potentially take you to the next level and help you grow even faster? I think they're going to win over eight games. I like them to win the division. It's just kind of a bummer. Giants, they are at seven wins. Simon, you're first.
2: Yeah, just it's a really tricky one. I, obviously, I like the under because I'm down on them but there's not that much value. I have it at seven. Like lately, I have it right below it. I have it at 6.8. So I I do lean towards yonder, but there's just not enough value there for me to really play. Cause I see them laying on seven, seven and 10. That's not that out of this world for this giants team where they could steal some games here and there with that defense. And again, Daniel Jones, he'll play one to two to four, like really good quarters in a game. And then just have about three, four turnovers in a game. So With this team, you don't really know what you're getting. Like You you could easily get that win total over, but I just wouldn't touch it. Uh, Unless you're a fan of the Giants, uh, I would not be betting this over.
3: Raybon. I'm going under on the Giants. This is a team with a shaky O-line and a below-average quarterback. They are well-coached. They do have some talent at the skill positions, but this seems to me like a team that is going to blow a lot of leads, maybe lose a lot of close games, but – I am not expecting them to get over seven wins.
1: All right. Last one, Philadelphia Eagles, six and a half over under.
3: I bet this one early on under uh, it's
2: the same thing. Chris was just saying it's all about the quarterback position for me. I'm I'm just worried about what I've seen from Hertz. I know last year was kind of a toxic, crazy year Philadelphia where, you know, he was dealing with Carson Wentz. He was dealing with a coach who apparently was on the way out. It, It was just a lot going on there but I just think all this Watson rumors have not helped at all. I mean, a lot of stuff I've read too is like from these Philadelphia beat writers. He said some rough practices, which isn't a big deal, but at the same time, it's um, it's just when you're reading that he's not picking up the offense as quick as they would hope a new offense, he's learning it, it is a little worrisome. So for me, this is one of these things where the Eagles could be one of these things that shock people. That's why, again, I bet hurts at 101 because he's just like Lamar, this guy can run and he can pass. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that NFL is really turning into that kind of league. So he, he does have tremendous upside. And in the fantasy world, he has tremendous upside. So for me, I'm, I'm, I am betting this under, but it's not one of those where I'm, you know, really putting out there anymore, a big play. Just because, again, they have the pieces on that team. That's that's in The O-line, people are doubting this O-line. They have a lot of guys back who are really good veterans. Again, if one of these guys go down, they're going to be in trouble. But as long as this O-line is healthy, I mean, they're a top five O-line in the NFL.
1: Ray Eagles,
3: six and a half over under. We're going under six and a half for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, 52% completion rate last year. I think the upside is high, but win totals are a bet based on a median projection. And I think the Eagles' median projection is under six and a half wins. I'm worried about the skill positions. Devontae Smith has missed some time. Hurts may be traded. And I think the O-line will be decent. I think the defense has some question marks as well. And let's not forget, it's a new coaching staff. So I think there's going to be some growing pains in year one for Philadelphia.
1: All right. Let me summarize for everybody. Eagles under six and a half giants at seven or under seven. Definitely like Washington football team over eight. Simon left the Dallas Cowboys under nine. Raybon likes the Dallas Cowboys over nine wins. Both of you and me like the value on the Washington football team. To win the division at plus 230, Simon liked the number better, so he doesn't recommend betting it now. Raybon still likes it. Either way, if you think the Washington football team will lose to the Chargers in week one, that might be a better shot to get better value. Of all the teams in this division to win the Super Bowl, uh, Simon and I have already bet heavily on the Washington football team. Raybon likes that one as well. This has been the favorites from the volume podcast network. Download, rate, review from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you again on Tuesday as we continue to break down every division since the off season, betting value for every single team as we head towards NFL kickoff. Until next time, love you.